Blog Talk Radio. Well, good morning, everybody. Happy Tuesday. This is Truth Light. Our show is The Light of Truth. And uh, today we're going to be looking at new beginnings. <laughs> and this is especially for a special someone out there who I don't think has joined us yet, but we have a, a new addition to our team, the Mystical Truth team, heading out here. Uh, from a, a different place in the in the states, and I believe they begin their journey today officially, and so we're very excited. And so I thought maybe we would just do a show on new beginnings to uh, I don't know, just to partake in the energy of the excitement of traveling and heading into new places and that sort of thing. So, um, okay, so you know, new beginnings can come about in numerous ways, can't they? (laughs) Sometimes we're looking for them and sometimes we're not. (laughs) So whether the new beginnings that, you know, it it tends to be a time of new beginnings right now. So I think it's an appropriate show topic. Um, If, you know, we all seem to be in a time of of new beginnings um, one way or another. So whether yours has come about in a voluntary way or an involuntary way, you know, sometimes the universe has a way of surprising us, well, then we're going to just kind of talk about ways to make the best of it and uh, have it become a good thing, you know, because really our perspective is what creates our reality. So we can be, uh, you know, say laid off or, oh, gee, surprise, I'm pregnant or, wow, I've got to change living establishments because this one is now going away for whatever reason. There's just all kinds of stuff going on right now. And in a lot of cases, it's actually, in most cases really, what we find is it's actually for the best. It's actually moving us forward and assisting us in making a choice that maybe we couldn't have made for ourselves or something. So uh, it's, it's really a good time when you find yourself in a time of new beginnings whether it was one you chose or not, it's a good thing to step back and go, okay, now, how does this shift my life? Open up your perspectives and gain a new sense of reality because as everything shifts and changes, so can your reality if you choose to allow that to happen. And it can change for the better if you allow that to happen. So, for instance, when all of the uh, layoffs were going on, in our country. Um, I knew a lot of people who worked in corporate America and and who had jobs with big companies and that sort of thing. And a lot of people that I knew got laid off. And what I found was, now these were my friends. And, you know, like attracts like. So my friends have typically have a a similar outlook on life as I do. And uh, so when they were laid off, they actually, I believe all of them, Uh, really just kind of took this huge sigh of relief and were thrilled because they finally got to do the things that they had wanted to do but couldn't because their job kept getting in the way. And so every single one of those people that I know that got laid off ended up starting a new business, starting a new um, journey professionally, what have you, and every single one of them are happier now than they were when they got laid off. Now on the flip side, there were plenty of people who got laid off and ended up um, <coughs> excuse me ended up you know not having 
maybe uh, such an enthusiastic outlook and have really been derailed by that whole thing and had to find a new you know a new uh job line or really took a hit as far as what kind of job they took and that sort of thing and there's quite a few people who kind of wound up bitter and losing so much of what they had and you know now what is the difference between the people who really took lemons and made lemonade out of it and the people who just sucked on a bunch of lemons. And I'm not by any means putting anybody down because absolutely every situation is different and every situation is valid and every situation is real because it has the reality that we attach to it. So it's all in, you know, just like they say, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, that's true. So is reality. So you can look at a situation and have five other people look at that same situation and in most cases, you're each going to have your own opinion of what that reality is. So with things like layoffs or um, foreclosures or pregnancies or, you know, I can find a job but the only job I can find is a cross-country, what do I do? All these different things, um, you know, or, you know, this guy is not at all my type or this girl is not all at all my type, but wow, am I just head over heels in love with them or I never thought I'd be in love with anybody and here I am and suddenly a new relationship. and All these new things that can happen to us in life, um, it's up to us how we choose to perceive them and it's up to us how we choose to proceed in them. And... uh So I think that we want to talk about really embracing these new beginnings and finding a way to look at them with excitement and joy and enthusiasm. Um, And then also, we're also going to talk about in just a little bit as well, okay, so you have new beginnings that you're choosing, you know. Maybe you're choosing to start a new company or a new career or you're choosing to start over in a marriage. I know I've got a friend that uh, they've been married for, I believe, 28 years. And, you know, two years ago she was going to leave him and it was horrible. And now they're kind of lovey-dovey and cutesy. And so, you know, kind of a new beginning there and, and that sort of thing. And so, you know, we'll also talk about when we're choosing these new beginnings, what can we do to make the most out of them and to really help them um sort of stand the test of time and become all that we would like them to be. So, all right. So uh, I do want to um, encourage you guys to call in if you'd like. I am setting up the chat room as we're, as we're speaking. That's kind of why I'm, I'm not a very good multitasker. I used to be a really good multitasker. And then I got into this sort of business, and and you really have to just be in the moment to be good at what I do, and so multitasking does not work so well. (laughs) So, All right, so we have the chat room up and running if people would like to participate there too. And if you're listening on the archives, hello, and I'm happy you join us, and, and hopefully you'll join us live and call in one day. So anyway, so we're going to look at the voluntary and the involuntary new beginnings and uh, how do you find a healthy view of each of them? So say you're, um, you know, okay, well, you know, I like to pull from my own experience because then I'm 
getting permission from the person who experienced it to uh, to talk about it because it's me, right? It's not so much that I would talk about all my own stuff, but I have my own permission to to state my business. So, um, so picture it, <laughs> 1990s. <laughs> I've got this happy little family. I'm married to my very best friend since I was 16. Life is good. Mom is good. You know, my mom and I were very, very close. Um, everything was cruising along. My husband and I both did these spiritual classes together, and we taught spiritual classes, and we were very involved with uh, helping people learn how to handle their psychic development, that kind of thing. And then, with two little boys in tow, my husband decides to go white-collar, and uh, and so we go through all of that with the schooling and so on, and suddenly he decides that I'm crazy instead of talented psychically, and I'm in and out of mental wards at his at his demand. I'm on all kinds of medication. My reality has flipped upside down. My best friend is now sort of, it appears, really trying to do me in, although I didn't realize it then. I just didn't understand why he kept locking me up. And then out of the blue one night, oh, say six years into all of this, he, I said something about, you don't look happy. Just, we're watching Allie McBeal. <laughs> I remember it. We're watching Allie McBeal. I'm sitting on the couch. He's at his desk. And I said, you don't look happy. And he turned around and he said, I'm not. I'm leaving. Well, there went my whole world. There went my whole world because through everything, I really thought we would come through it and be okay. And uh, it never occurred to me that we wouldn't. So stay-at-home mom for all those years, two little boys, still on all the medication in and out of the hospitals, even though I wasn't crazy. It was all the same stuff that I had taught other people to do and that I do now, but now with the crazy tag on me, right? And now he decides he's going to leave and marry somebody else. Well. Okay, new beginning. (laughs) New beginning. Just dropped right into my lap. And so, you know, I can remember waking up every day. Oh, my God, he's gone. Oh, my God, he's gone. Just torn to pieces. Just torn to pieces. Because not only did I lose my husband, I lost my best friend of, good God, I mean, I was in my 30s at that point, and he had been my best friend since I was 16. So, just torn up every morning. Oh my God, I can't, he's gone. I can't believe he's gone. And then one morning I woke up, <laughs> and I will never forget it. One morning I woke up, and it was, it was the same words, but it was a whole different energy behind it. I woke up and realized how serene the house was, how there wasn't that god-awful tension of, oh my God, what's going to happen today? And I remember going, oh my God. He, he's gone. It's like, woohoo, oh my God, he's gone. <laughs> it was the same words, different perspective. And I didn't think about it. It was just what came out that morning, you know. And and at that moment, I think that was probably the day of the new beginning, of the day that I finally embraced the fact that it was a new beginning. And uh, from there, I was able to stop and go, okay, that chapter is now done. What do I want to do with my life? You know, yes, I didn't expect this. But okay, here we go. I've got a new beginning. Somebody just handed me a whole new chapter that I didn't expect. What do I want to do with that? What would I like to have happen? And and okay, I you know, you the 
the typical thing I think for people to do is go, well, I want my husband back and blah, blah, blah. Well, okay, but that's not a new beginning. Okay. The person, in my case, the person chose to leave. They chose to be with somebody else. And there was, there was not even an explanation of anything. He just was gone. That's it. <laughs> so, you know, and I laugh now, but I wasn't laughing then. I mean, it was, it was pretty horrible what he did. And, and frankly, you know, I, I think that as a, on a soul level, pretty crappy, you know, but that's his path, whatever. He had two kids that he didn't do right by, and so be it, right? So we all had a new beginning. And uh, and it's interesting because this is actually the time of year that he did leave, and so sometimes this time of year is a little, on a cellular memory level, it can be a little uh, dicey in my house. <laughs> but... You know, that's because not all of us have embraced the new beginning necessarily. So anyway, um, so how did I look at this? <coughs> I was now a single mother. I now didn't have my best friend, didn't have my husband that I thought would be there for life. And, oh, yeah, as a bonus, he took all of the money, all of the savings, all of the investments, everything. So truly a new beginning. <laughs> so... I was forced to really stop and reframe my reality. I couldn't any longer be a stay-at-home mom. I didn't have a husband anymore. I really needed to just put my life in a whole new perspective and say, okay, how would I like to pick it up and carry it from here? And so it was a brand new beginning. So we journeyed to a new city and we, we uh, you know, I got jobs and I, you know, just did the single mom thing and my kids adjusted little by little. But for me, it was a whole new chapter of life that I never expected to have. And it's turned out to be really for the best when I look at the people that we've each grown into, thank God he's not here. You know, honestly, good riddance. We're really, truly better off without him. But that was an involuntary new beginning that that we took on as a family and uh you know and it's turned out well but it turned out well because i had all of this training that i love to share with you all you know i mean if you if you think about it i have racked up hundreds of thousands of dollars of training in the past and i'm happy to just pass along whatever i know to you guys and uh of course you can always mysticaltruth.com, you can always call and make an appointment or do life coaching, and and it's all incredibly um, life-altering. It really is life-altering stuff, and I don't offer it for the same prices that uh, my counterparts do, I guess, the people who went through the same trainings with me charge probably four to five times more than I do, but I want to be accessible for people. So if you're going through changes or you need changes, of course, call and we can set up stuff. But uh, as far as the radio show goes, you know, I'm happy to share stuff with you guys for free. So how do you find that healthy point of view when you have a new beginning sort of thrust upon you or it comes unexpectedly and maybe you're moving through, oh, I see our friend is here now. Good morning, Mr. Daniel. And uh, we're doing the show in honor of you, sir, and your new journey. (laughs) It's all about new beginnings. So uh, how do you find this healthy perspective or a perspective, you know, the, the reality, and when you get this piece to the puzzle, it is amazing because all we ever really do is play mind games with ourselves, okay? We have the power to, mel- 
meld our mind, I guess, or, or to manipulate our mind into whatever state we need it to be in to fulfill whatever desire it is we have. Okay, so... Now, and this is this is real. It comes from the in-depth training and all of that rot. But as we're going through these new beginnings, if they're ones that maybe scare us a little bit or we didn't really ask for but we're trying to adjust to, it's okay to play mind games with yourself, in a, preferably in a healthy manner, because you're going to do it anyway, okay? If you're intimidated by things and you're afraid to make this new start, you will find you will find all kinds of excuses not to do it, right? We're so, we're so good at that. It's just kind of our default mode. We will find all kinds of ways to sabotage or not begin or whatever, what have you, procrastinate. But we can do the same thing on a conscious level um, to to the other direction. So... We can play mind games with ourselves to move ourselves forward. And so part of that is finding a healthy perspective and just taking one step at a time as we move through this perspective and to the direction that we would like to move in, right? So so if, for instance, you, um, you find yourself in a position like I did or... You know, I was laid off once from a job that I thought would be there forever, and it was a complete shock. I, I truly was in shock for about a week and, um, and then had to really get a hold of my head and, and snap out of it And because at that point I was a single mom, right, and um, <clears throat> had to figure things out and move forward from there because I was kind of a dork and didn't know about unemployment. <laughs> so uh, anyway... So um, finding that healthy perspective is probably the healthiest, happiest thing you can do for yourself. So as you find these challenges, it's, it's a good thing to step back and go, okay, well, so I'm seeing it this way, usually from a place of fear, one way or another. You know? um, but, but where are the silver linings? Where are the little beams of sunlight shining through this cloud that that maybe I've missed because I've been so caught up in in what I'm used to thinking or used to seeing. What is it that, you know, there's so many times that, have you ever been in a room and you're looking for your keys and you're looking and looking and looking, but because you're in that, oh, my God, i got to get to work, I'm going to be late, or, oh, I can't believe I lost my keys, you get in that state of mind, right? You're looking and looking and you're so convinced you can't find your keys that they're sitting right on the table and you don't see them. Or they're in your hand. How many of us have done that? They're in our hands and we're looking frantically for our keys. That is a classic example of how if you just step back and shift out of that frantic state or that state of fear, whatever reality state you're in, you think your keys are lost, right? Or you think in in a lot of cases in life, you think you're lost, all hope is lost, whatever. If you step back and take a breath, and and just stop, just stop, and see from a new pair of eyes or from a new perspective, oh my gosh, there you are, the keys are in your hand. What? <laughs> and it's, it's uh, that's actually a perfect analogy for life because typically the keys are right in our hands, you know, 
the key to whatever it is we want to do is right there with us. We typically, anything that we're really meant to do, we typically have the keys to do. We just maybe don't realize it. So we do have a caller that would like to share, so I'm going to go ahead and, and pull our caller over. Good morning. How are you? Hi, good morning. I'm really um, enjoying the show. I wanted to say Thank first, you. Um, definitely, uh, you know, sorry for the situation, but congratulations, because even though it seemed <laughs> at the time, <laughs> you know, like yeah, um, yeah. it wasn't the best situation, you know. You definitely know now that it was. Absolutely. And, um, I know that had to be, you know, extremely hard. I know it had to be. Well, yeah, but, you know, that's the beauty of what I do is I go through those things and then I can turn around and help other people because because I really have found the way to shift the perspective so that you really make the most out of it. And uh, yeah. so, so really, yeah, thank you, but no need to be sorry. Everything's fabulous, you know, definitely. Yeah, now I know. <laughs> there you well, go. And, it was and what I was going to say, too. It, but, is um, how you were saying shifting, you're completely right, because um, we're always shifting. Like, you know how they have the um, whole quantum theory of whatever you're putting that focus on. So like you said, um, in that moment that you lose your keys, if you focus on, like, these are lost, they're going to be, you're going to shift into that reality. But in that same sense, that's why it's so important to meditate, too, because if you can take that time, whatever the situation is, and not allow your emotions to control the situation, but you control your emotion in the situation, because mm-hmm. I'm kind of playing with this myself, then you right. shifted to a better, you know, um, outlook in a different reality. And so right. it, it literally does happen because I've been, you know, since I learned that trick, I've been doing it. And nice. it's amazing, you know. It really yeah, is amazing. Yeah, it, it really is. Yeah. That first key is, your emotions, like if you don't have control of your emotions, they do have control of you. And it's not well, to be a robot, you know. Don't be right, emotional. Right, well, and there's a difference. One of, the, one of the biggest things I teach that it seems to be the biggest for people is the difference between feelings and emotions. There is a big yes, difference. Yes. And so you're right. When you get into that emotional state, those are actually conditioned or, or learned responses. And so yeah. you're reacting rather than acting. So feelings, when you're in your feelings, it's that, okay, okay, just stop for a moment. And, and you kind of get a feel for where your keys or a feel for, well, you know, talking to your inner self. Your feelings are your inner self speaking to you. And yeah. emotions are what you've been taught is the appropriate reaction to whatever the situation is. Right, and right. so That's your feelings, you take action. Your inner being is expressing, okay, this is this is what I would say is a good idea to do. And that's your gut feeling. It's your inner being talking to you. And when you're in your emotions, it's your mother, your father, your boss, your whoever, oh, my God, this is what they're going to think and say, and da-da-da-da, and we get all caught up in the what everybody <laughs> else, you know. And it's got nothing yeah. to do with us. We're not even, our inner being is going, hello. Hello, your keys in your hand. Hi. Okay, well, when you're done with all that. Huh, I <laughs> know. Patiently waiting. That is you know? so true. And when we just stop and, and go, okay, I'm releasing what everybody else is thinking, even though they don't know about the situation, 
I know what they're thinking yeah. and how they're acting, and so I'm going to react to it even though it's not happening. Then, <laughs> then we can hear our inner being going, yeah, your keys, they're right in your hand. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you ever that see this so out of that situation? Like, you know, your keys are, remember, you put them on the table last night and you went, damn, I'm going to forget they're there. Remember that? <laughs> Yeah, and then you did. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, all of this, um, it, always that feeling versus emotion is a big one, and you're right. Me- regular meditation, sometimes people forget why we do regular meditation, and when we do regular meditation, it does, um, it helps us be more in our feeling, which means our inner being is able to communicate with us much more effectively on a consistent, regular basis. So it's not so much what happens in meditation. And I find a lot of people want to give up and stop meditating because they're not having some kind of, ooh, look at me, I levitated yeah. off the floor or something. <laughs> like That's the whole point of meditation is it's supposed to be pretty non-eventful. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, I know, but, they but I think it's kind of wow, you know? like all woo-woo because everyone that does have the experiences that they can in meditation, but that's right. different. You know, it depends on right. what situation are you going through as well. Right, and you know, there are times there are times that I have pretty magnificent happenings in meditation, but it's not because I go in going, oh yeah, it's going to have some crazy mystical experience. <laughs> You know, it's that I meditate. Yeah. The more it's just like a, it's just like a baseball player or whatever. The more the more you hit, the more home runs you get or whatever. You know, I mean, the yeah. more you meditate, yeah. Some are every once in a while you're going to have some kind of crazy wow experience, but for the most part, they're pretty non-eventful because that is the point: is to get rid of all the the big wow Shatter, events, you know, calm, yeah, you know, and and be non-eventful for a little bit. And um, and so, yeah, I think that's a big part of things, definitely. Yeah. So, so typically, I find that people who find this show, um, especially right now, because we are in a time of change, are going through some new stuff. So, do you find yourself going through some new things, some new beginnings? Yeah, I definitely do. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> I have, you know, like. Like you said, when you come upon, um, I think for me it was I had to, luckily I was able to um, be the one to figure out that the situation wasn't right, you know, for me. Right. And so um, even in that, because, you know, to me, like I was, I was programmed, actually, I know now, I thought I believed it, but I was programmed to believe that, mm-hmm. you know, this is something that was supposed to be forever and... That's why I got into it. But then when you really understand that um, you have work to do and if you're not partnered up with someone that, you know, has that interest, has that, you know, goal, then it's not right. And no matter what, you know, a lot of times you're forced to think that, um, well, you signed up for this and so that's what it is. But when you come to really know you, it's like you signed up for it at that point. It didn't turn out to be that, and so now, you know, you're not dead. You you still have a life to live. Right. And that was still hard, though. You know, it was a hard, mm-hmm. hard to come to that realization and then to understand with coming to it what has to be done. Right. And so um, going through that, you know what I mean? Like, it definitely isn't easy at all, but just knowing that that is stuff that has to be taken, you know, is what I'm doing. 
Good. Good for you. Yeah, and I think, you know, that's another thing that, that we hadn't really touched on yet is what about when you're in a situation, you know, and sometimes, like I have a friend who occasionally will come talk to us on the show, but uh, he's, uh, professionally, he's in a situation that, well, kind of sort of pays the bills, whatever, but it's not his path. And so he tends yeah. to get into that dilemma of, you know, it's really, it's time for a new beginning. But it's not something that's being forced upon him, so it's a step he would actually have to decide to take yeah. on his own with no um, assurance that anything is going to work and, and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of the the space he's been in for uh, quite some time is finding how do you take that first step, you know? And so yeah. it sounds like you found a way to take like that first step, like... you know? Yeah, well, I, I knew I had to, you know, because, um, and I think it has a lot to do with, like, in this time with that veil opening up kind of this was your program life, you know, and then when you awaken to reality, that you've been kind of, you know, which was stolen from you literally, and figure that out, then it's like you said, where, what do I want to be? Like, where do I want to be? Even figuring that out, if you get the chance, I mean, it's better than, you know, just being shocked into it. But it's right. still kind of like you said, you feel like, you know, am I, is this something that, you know, I'm just, you know, coming up with, like, is this literally right or... <laughs> Or am I out of it? Am I just making know? this up? Then, yeah, you know. Because <laughs> some, some of the things that literally happen to you, like, it could seem like that. But that's because oh, yeah. you just I'm familiar. into this. <laughs> yeah, this whole mundane reality, and that's how you have to see, see things because that's what they wanted. But when you literally are opened up to what's real, then it is a shock. Like, this is really happening. There is a reason why it's happening. Figure that out. And then once right. you do that, it's like, well, where are you going to go with it? Because you can go back into, you know, pretending that the mundane reality is your reality. You know, if well, you're afraid. Well, yeah, or, you you can accept that, like Einstein said, once a mind has been opened, it cannot close. Oh, yeah. Once a mind learns something, it can't go back to, you can't unlearn it. And so no. <laughs> I think that's what happens a lot of times when um, when you start awakening, that's it. You you know it's yeah. very hard to shut back down and because the universe that flow is now happening that's it inside you know? of you so. yeah it's gonna happen and so yeah. if you don't take the measures to do things on your own and make the shifts like like I said we have this this fabulous person we're very excited about this person coming out and joining our team at he's going to be working at Sacred Light of Sedona and working with me through Mystical Truth and all of that and um, you know, now, this is something that I saw happening, God, I don't know, like six years, seven, eight years ago. <laughs> wow. Probably eight years oh, ago wow. when we did his so you are class. Really new. I saw, yeah. You know, I saw him joining the team at some point, and, and now it's occurring. Well, you know, but that's something that he had to opt to step into, and he had to opt to follow. And, you know, part of the reason that I – when I did meditation today and I was shown by Spirit to do this New Beginnings show kind of in honor of him, um, I was shown, you know, there was, he really has been going through some um, some nifty experiences. And I don't know if he'd call them nifty at the moment, but one day he will. <laughs> but it's, you know, we, we talk about a lot, um, 
like when we're going through these changes, even if they're good changes, um, and and I'll define after I say this because there's a there's definitely something more to it. But as we're moving forward, there's like that. You know, when you go through changes, I'm sure because we all have it. There's this period of like resistance to get through yeah, to the yeah. other side. So yeah. I tend to compare it to like when a rocket is leaving the atmosphere, how there's that one point where it's just like shaking, feels like it's going to shake apart or whatever, or when <laughs> a seed is trying to come up through the ground and it's trying to break up through all the dirt and whatever and come out of itself and, the, you know, all of that. Um, that resistance is a very natural thing. So, you know, definitely it's something that we run into and a lot of people will tend to go, oh, God, forget it, this is just too hard. And yeah. they're like right there. They're just yeah. right there. <laughs> and they turn around and you're like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you were right there, <laughs> you know. And so <laughs> after a while of, you know, people talk about how change is so hard, but the reality is when you – um like as you move through enough of these different changes, as you go through change after change and you get the hang of, okay, yeah, there's a bit of resistance, but if I just calm down, breathe through it and keep moving and flowing with that original gut feeling that I had that this was the right thing, I get through it and it's fine. And you go through several of those and then you begin to go, oh, yeah, this is just the rocket wanting to shake apart, but it never really does, so I'm fine. And you just start yeah. moving through the resistance without it being resistance anymore. You know, and so it's um, kind of a neat thing to get used to because then all the stuff that made people scared of change is, um, and this must apply to you in particular because they're having me share it with you on the phone. Um, As you go through enough of those, you no longer are even thrown by it. You prepare ahead of time for it, actually. (laughs) And so you just go, okay, so we're doing this and all right. So I need to get some extra sleep and I need to be sure I eat right and I need to have, you know, comedy around or whatever it is or I need some time with my friends so-and-so or I need to go get a pedicure every couple of weeks or whatever, something. You find the things that help you move through that, stay calm as you move through that period of the rocket feeling like it's going to fall apart so that you can get to the other side without, if you give in to that, resistance yeah then then it's a problem and it's just like you know for any female who has a baby or a man who's watched a female have a baby it's just like that last um that transitional phase where it's that just that third or whatever that last phase where you're just everything's super intense the calmer you can be through that the less tension there is holding the baby in, that resistance. And when you're stressed, the resistance is holding the baby in, but it's the need to get the baby out that's creating the resistance. So <laughs> if you can, like, stay that's calm a good and just, like, too. That's right. you know, well, you know, I've had babies, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's that. It's, and that's why you know, they do teach mamas like that whole exactly, back Exactly. The, you know, the now with my medication, you know. With my. Um, thing, breathe right. Right, exactly. And with my second son, okay, I'd done this once before. I got it. I get this now. And so we go into that phase, and I was prepared. I prepared my husband for it. I said, you know what? As we're leading up to this, we need to joke. We need to have fun. You need to 
remind me of these different meditative things that I do. Like we planned for it then because we had already been through it once. And like we did okay, we did fine, whatever, because I slip into meditation really quickly and I get how to work with all that. But you can't conceive of that until you go through it, right? So by the second one, I was actually having to hold the baby in, hoping the doctor would get through the door in time because my second son would have come out in two pushes. I was literally having to hold him in because I was so relaxed. There was like zero resistance on my part, just whoosh, like a little water slide because I was not giving into the resistance. And so it's the same thing in life. As you start these new beginnings and you find these periods of resistance, once you get through one, if you can just try these tactics and just try this way of (coughs) seeing it for what it is and relaxing through it and moving with the energy instead of resisting it, then, then the more often it happens, in other words, the more often you move up, because it really only happens as you're moving into new levels of life. Yeah. So you begin to recognize which is the resistance of a direction you're moving in that, that you're going up levels versus when is it that you're just moving in the wrong direction and the universe is doing all it can to stop you. Just go, no, 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 wrong way, caution, caution, caution. <laughs> because sometimes people get the two mixed up, and I can I can get why, but... But there is a difference because once you relax, if you're moving forward, the resistance no longer really affects you. And when you're relaxed and you're moving in the wrong direction, you're relaxed that your inner being can go, yeah, no, 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 no. And you can feel that. (laughs) And then you just have to get a hold of your pride so that you don't continue. I had a a trainer once that talked about running enthusiastically in the wrong direction in life, (laughs) you know, because people just don't want to go, oh, yeah, I was wrong about the timing, or, wow, that seemed like a good thing, but maybe not, or, you know. Yeah, that's that (laughs) ego still trying to run things. Exactly. And that's where you have to kind of, that's a big job, too, you know, cutting him out, because he kept you alive for so long. And you don't want to really cut him out, but you just want to take him from being in charge. It's really just understanding it. And understanding when it's becoming unhealthy and when it's just kind of there in the background, whatever. So, you know, and that's a whole other show. But um, definitely, (laughs) you know, understanding these periods of resistance are important and how to calmly move through them and know, you know what, at some point, I got to break through to the atmosphere where everything just, you think about that rocket or you think about that seed growing and there does come a point where they break through that seal of whatever it is and it's just smooth sailing and beautiful. So if you can stay calm and just get to that point, and I've actually in travels, like moving out here across country, I could actually feel we drove across some line. I don't know. There was energetically, we moved through something and I felt like this, this poof, everything was just lighter, you know? And it was really yeah. weird because it was very random. It wasn't like a line I would have expected or whatever. I don't, I don't really know what it was. But I remember that feeling of, wow, okay, it's all good, you know? Now, granted, our journey out here was like nothing I've ever experienced, but that was conflicting energies and conflicting realities, et cetera. So that's, again, a whole other show. But uh, so 
So clearly this was also a message for you because they had me go into all that while you were on the phone. So how does that feel to you, and how does that apply to you in your life? Um, It applies because I am trying to keep in that calm position and um, also trying to step back from feeling like I'm running it, you know what I mean, because I have my ideas and I have, you know, where I think it should go, but then just recently, like, one didn't work out, you know. And so it's like instead of there would be a time that, you know, I'd be freaked out and then I'd be looking for the next, and now I'm not doing that. I'm like, no, I'm not happy about it, but I know, okay, that's just an avenue that's not there, so there's got to be another one. I nice. don't see it now. Okay, good. Don't have a clue. You know what I mean? Like, right. Don't have a right. clue. But instead of letting that fear or that worry come in and me, you know, manifest that not knowing it, I'm just, you know, sitting back like, all right, that's not the avenue. There's another one. Don't see it yet. I will. Right. You know, and even that would have been hard for me at a point, but now it's it's really not. Very nice. Yeah, that's a hard one to get a hold of. And so then the next step for you, what I'm feeling the next step, and this is for everybody out there who's listening, is – um that once you get to that point, then it's a matter of kind of consciously making a deal with your inner being and spirit, whoever you talk to, um, you know, that, okay, so I'm going, to, I'm going to take every step forward that I'm offered and, yeah. and I'm going to say yes to every opportunity that comes my way that feels, that feels okay, you know, not everything that comes your way because the thing is that you start manifesting, and this is something they don't talk about, okay? When you are in that groove and you're manifesting opportunity or you're manifesting your path to the direction you want, whatever, you're manifesting opportunity. doesn't mean every opportunity that comes your way is the right one. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just yeah. manifesting opportunity. So if you're being a good manifester, you're going to have all kinds of opportunities come your way. It doesn't mean they're all the opportunities for you. It just means you are manifesting very well. And so then it's which ones feel right. And you just continue to take steps forward and continue to, um, you know, a lot of times people will, will kind of wait for spirit to come or the universe to present things or whatever. But <clears throat> as long as we keep that forward motion happening, right, okay, I don't know what to do with myself right now, so I can at least do this. Um, at the moment, yeah. I'm in the middle of a new beginning myself. And so um, I'm leaving Sacred Light of Sedona, not like in a bad way, just I've helped Jessica get that center up and running to the best of my ability. She's doing great, and now it's time for me to focus on mystical truth and do my own thing. So so I'm stepping out of where my money was coming from. <laughs> Wow. So really, anybody wants a session, mysticaltruth.com. <laughs> uh, I know. <laughs> so, I mean, I had a really good following in Florida. I, I earned a nice income with what I did with being of service, not completely raking people over the coals, you know. And yeah. so I'm striving to rebuild that again, rebuild classes and life coaching clients and all of that. And uh, But, you know, it's a fearful move. You know, I was working there and there was clients coming in and I had put a lot of energy into manifesting all that, but I did that sort of as a karmic thing between me and Jessica and now that's paid off and it's time for me to move on. And now I'm at my house in Flagstaff going, 
okay. Well, crap, Jessica was my assistant building Mystical Truth. Now Jessica has a center in Sedona, and I don't have my assistant, and here I am by myself trying to figure this out. And so there are days when maybe spirit doesn't present opportunity, but I still need to take a step forward yeah. for this new beginning. And back to our topic, you know, I mean, we are on topic, but just reminding people, this is my new beginning. So rather than waiting for spirit to present something to me, I need to take some step to move forward every single day. And by doing so, by taking as many steps as I can that I have the means to do, I'm doing my 50%, and I'm keeping that energy moving forward, and I'm putting myself in the energetic space I need to be in to to receive the opportunities that spirit would like to present to me. I'm communicating with my inner self rather than the outer chatter so that I can hear my inner self when it says, hey, you ought to call so-and-so, or hey, ask so-and-so to be a guest on your show or, you know, what have you. Like we've got a lot of really cool people that I'm getting lined up for guests on this show and we're going to take the show to a much bigger um, bigger place, you know. And uh, and so it's really exciting. But in the meantime, I'm still going, yeah, I got rent, rent to pay. <laughs> I could easily oh, yeah. fall into fear and I could easily take some steps back. I was just on Craigslist looking for jobs today, like just – okay, you could go get a job, and and I'm just hearing, like, for me, it would be um, detrimental for me to just go get a customer service call center job, whatever, like, because I've done so much work, I've put so much into it, I I am right there. And for me to turn around right now... That's not your path, you know? Exactly. you got to keep Exactly, but, you know, I'm still a regular person with bills to pay. Sometimes people forget that if you do spiritual work that you still have all the same stuff other people do. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's the truth <laughs> and for some, I don't understand it, but for some reason people think that it should all be for free, and it's you wouldn't go to your job for free. Well, because people you know? are, are not really aware of spiritual. You know, most of them have been stuck in religion. And right. so they're stuck in yeah. that, and they look at it like, like that was the way, but if that were really the way, we wouldn't well, be Well, and, you know, the right ministers now. are making money. You know, right. they get paid to do what they do. So whatever. Anyway, right. so with my new beginning, you know, that's that's some of the stuff that I'm having to walk my talk. Everything I'm telling you guys I'm having to do as well. So, um, so okay, so do you have anything else to share with us? We're down to about 12 minutes. Oh, wow. Or, no, definitely. I just, you know, really was completely understanding the show like usual, you know. You always oh, have gyms, but especially, um, you know, that situation. And then coming out of it now and being able to see, you know, wow, it was the best situation. But at right. that time, that's the thing that we always need to keep in mind. Is at that time, no, you can't see what it's going right. to be. So because you can't, just stay calm and understand, okay, I can't see it now, but this has to be for my highest good. You know, just keep telling yourself.
Well, you know, and that's that's a really good point. And one of, I don't remember if it was What the Bleep Do We Know or if it was a secret. I can't remember yeah. which one. But they were talking about the shaman. When, the, uh, when Columbus's ships came, they were talking about how the shaman felt something wasn't right. And the ships were offshore for about three days, they said. Yeah. And the shaman were looking and they, they could feel something wasn't right, but they didn't know what it was. And it took them several days to actually see the ships that were right there yeah. in front of their eyes because they had never conceived of a ship before. So how could they possibly, how could their brain process it, right? So they're looking right at it, seeing nothing. And so how often do we do that? You know, that, that example comes to me very often. You know, when we're moving forward, we're moving into unknown situations. And so how can we see or understand what we're stepping into until we're there because our brain can't conceive of something that it hasn't experienced yet. So you know, we have a couple of choices. We can either just keep ourselves in the same little boxes because we can't comprehend it, or we can go, you know what, I'm going. And I'm going to know that I wasn't guided to go unless there's a reality there. And that's a lot of, uh, like, our person who's getting ready to start his journey today, he's never even been to Sedona. He's just, it's a complete leap of faith. And i got to say, I am blown away by the way he is just, taking action and moving with the the spirit that's moving him and and it's it's completely backed and I feel it 100% intuitively and everything but coming from his end it is very impressive <laughs> I got to say it is really impressive <laughs> so you know and I know from this end that it's all going to be fine but yeah. I've also been in his position and and it's a really big deal. But you know how hard that was, you know. Holy crap, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And so taking that leap of faith into the unknown, it is just that. It's a leap of faith. But if you have faith, then you know it's going to be it's going to be fine. And yeah. you're going you know that you're leaping into something that you're drawn to leap into. And the the deal is trusting yourself and trusting spirit enough to know you wouldn't be guided to leap if there wasn't something there. Just because you okay. may not know exactly what it is doesn't mean it doesn't yeah. exist. So That's on true. that note, I'm going to go ahead and, and uh, thank you for calling in. And yes, thank I'm you. I'm going to start to wrap this show up a little bit, I think. And uh, So, yeah, it was nice to have somebody else to talk to today. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to just ramble. My kids say, well, Mom, if you can do anything, it's talk. You can just sit there and talk for an hour with nobody on the other end of the conversation. But some days yeah, it's but a little... Yeah, but you're never rambling, though. You really are, you know, giving us <laughs> jewels that literally are helping, you know. Well, so it's thank never you. that. It's definite help. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's just me and my angels over here. have a wonderful day. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. You too. And uh, we will hopefully see you tomorrow or whenever it's convenient. Oh, definitely. I'll be back. (laughs) All right. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right. So, (coughs) excuse me. Um, So we have about eight minutes left. And I'm just kind of going over my little bullet points. And uh, there's so much that we could cover on this. Oh, I know. There's one thing that, (coughs) okay, I'm so sorry. During all of that, I was petting the beagle because he's really wanting to play, and I'm not playing because I'm on the show, and so I'm petting him, and I kicked up all the dog fur and dander, and so 
uh, technology, doing doing radio shows from home. So, <coughs> so sorry. So the one thing I did want to cover briefly is the importance of aligning yourself with the new vibration that you're aiming for. Okay, so say you've had a new situation thrust upon you or you have chosen to make, like I chose to make the step away from uh, Sacred Light of Sedona at the moment. Now, mind you, I still work through there by appointment and I still rent a room out of there that's the Mystical Truth office and I still teach out of there and all of that. So it's not like I'm, ooh, you know, walking away horrible. No, um, I put a lot of my heart and soul into assisting Jessica in building that and that's still where I work out of when I'm in Sedona. However, it's time for me to get back to mystical truth and what I do, my teachings, that kind of thing, my clients who have gone kind of ignored for almost a year now. And uh, so I'm choosing this new beginning, but it's still a little scary because I know that the paycheck comes from Sacred Light of Sedona when I'm there. (coughs) So now I have to build my clients all over again and build my student base all over again and all of that. And so it's it is a new beginning that I know will be fine. However, it can be a little scary. And so one of the things that, that we do when we're um, experienced in new beginnings is you want to align yourself with like-minded people. In other words, not necessarily like-minded people who are in the midst of new beginnings. Not that that's a bad thing, but you want to align yourself with people who are successfully doing what you're doing, what you're aiming to do, right? So if you're starting a business, you want to somehow align yourself with successful business owners. And it doesn't have to be that you go and make friends with somebody just because they're a successful business owner. You can read biographies of people who were successful business owners. You can watch movies or TV shows about successful business owners or you can just simply find um, in in Think and Grow Rich, I think it is, or Rich Dad, Poor Dad, or maybe both, I don't know. They talk about assembling sort of your dream team and uh, people that that you would have sit on a board of advisors if you could pick anybody. And then in meditation, you just kind of go to those people and align with their energy. And so there's all kinds of things that you can do um, if you are wanting to lose weight that's one of your new beginnings is you want to get healthy. Well, <coughs> then you align yourself, align your energy with people who are healthy, who are living healthy. And, you know, if it can be somebody who lost a lot of weight and is living healthy, now great, but but it's more about, you know, you want to be living healthy, so align yourself with people who are doing so, so that that becomes the norm rather than the the dream to attain you want that to become in your vibration the norm so um this is this is important you want to align yourself with people places things that are already in the vibration that you are seeking to become one with and the reason that you do this is because then not only are you moving towards the vibration and sort of magnetically aligning yourself towards that vibration or to that vibration, then what you're doing is you're aligning that vibration with you so that you're moving forward and it's pulling you to it. So this is why um, this is why we sort of my dad was a pilot and I think they call it um, 
setting your vectors in, in pilot terms. And so <coughs> you're actually aligning your chakras with the energy that you would like them to become one with so that they're attracted to that energy and that energy is attracted to them. And this takes a bunch of the work off of your plate. So like for our friend who is journeying out here, um, we have been aligning the energy and setting it for him to just come and feel at home and everything be nice and calm and fabulous and really setting the energy for him to have a happy experience when he gets here so that the energy is actually reaching out to him to assist in his journey here. So if that makes sense to you guys. So (coughs) for me, when I moved out here, um, when I visited... I would actually take little pieces of my DNA <laughs> when, you know, I'd, I'd pull out a piece of hair or two, right? Um, when I was very calm, I know it sounds crazy, but it's not. When I was very calm up in the Red Rocks or I was, you know, in the forest or wherever I was that I was feeling really good and at home, I would take a fingernail or a piece of hair or whatever and I would just bury it down in the ground and I would just kind of ask that energy to to prepare the energy to make it easy for me to come out. And so it's actually proven fact that your DNA experiences what you experience and you experience what your DNA experiences. It's kind of a cool experiment you can do. But anyway, when I was in Florida, I would align with the DNA that was out here in Arizona. And I would um, just sort of connect with that energy and that at-home feeling and connect the vibration so that it was easily moving back and forth so that the move out there would be um, happening more easily. And so it, it did, although our move out here was a challenge, it did turn out um, fabulously, better than I ever could have imagined. So <clears throat> you want to align that energy that you're moving into with your inner being and your inner being with it so that it makes it a nice, smooth transition. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up our show and just encourage you guys. There's so much we could talk about as far as new beginnings go. I hope this has been helpful. And, uh, you know, as always, you can find me at mysticaltruth.com and and life coaching is a fabulous way to start new beginnings. It's just 12 weeks and um, or readings, et cetera. So I'm thrilled that you joined us. If you joined us on the archives, I'm so happy, and I hope you join us again. Obviously, if you guys could hit follow on Blog Talk, that helps me out with Blog Talk as well. And uh, say hello on Facebook or Twitter. And uh, the Facebook link is right there on my Blog Talk page. I want to also encourage you guys to check out Sacred Light of Sedona if you're in Sedona or online. And she's got a little video there at sacredlightofsedona.com. Of course, HolisticNaturalCO.com. We're not paid to advertise for them. It's just fabulous supplements, and the cookbook is amazing. Eat Conscious and Be Merry by Spring Rain Peony. You can also get Amazon. So, again, HolisticNaturalCO.com. So that's just our good friend, and we believe 100% in what she's doing. So, anyway, everybody have a fabulous day, and have a great journey, sir. Bye.